Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to High Commentary. Hope you guys had a great weekend. And I hope you had the start of a great week, making sure that you have your heels, your sneakers, your chanclas, whatever you got on your feet on the devil's neck, because we are all about positivity over here. You already know how I get down. <laughs> so it's been crazy, and I've been MIA. I am sincerely sorry, you guys. It's life, and life comes with a lot of ex, you know, unexpected shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm getting closer to graduation, so I'm definitely nervous, slightly moody, and, you know, feeling that I'm changing. And, of course, it's always for the better, but I'm also changing as far as strength. And this is what this segment is going to be about. Surviving a narcissist. Stay tuned. All right, before we start this segment off, definitely rest in peace to Nipsey. I definitely did a video on this as far as my commentary on what has happened, you know, what has transpired and you know, the little curiosities of certain questions that I may have about what's going on surrounding the tragic death of Nipsey Hussle. That I am definitely going to edit and try to put it out by tomorrow. Now, <laughs> I said try by tomorrow, but most likely it will be. So stay tuned for that. I'll definitely post it on my Instagram to let you guys know when it's out there and ready. But let's get to uh, the topic at hand. And that is surviving a narcissist. Now, you may wonder, why does she want to have a conversation about this? You know, what, what inspired her juices? She hasn't been on for a while. I know, I know. And you know, when your well runs dry for a little bit, you're just like, okay, what can I talk about that I haven't talked about already? And coincidentally, thanks to someone of my past, they actually gave me the juice that I needed to come up with this topic at hand. And I'm sure that many of you have dealt with a narcissist. And if you haven't, or maybe you don't know exactly what a narcissist is, or, you know, the traits of a narcissist, maybe after we have this little convo, you might look around and realize that you may be surrounded by maybe one or two narcissists. In my situation, because of course I have to relate these commentaries according to my own personal experiences as well, because hey, no one's perfect. We all make mistakes. And we always fall weak to certain people who at one point gave us life, but wasn't necessarily life. It was more like vampire life. 
So a narcissist is someone who portrays themselves to be a caring person, a nurturing person, a person who is giving and comes off as sweet and, you know, you will feel like, oh, they could sweep you off your feet, whether it be friends, relationship, whatever the case may be. You just, you know, think like, wow, this person is really, really awesome. Until you figure out that they have, you know, manipulative, mean, condescending behaviors. And it comes off as if they're undermining you in every turn. I bet you I described an ex of yours, right? Because I'm describing mine. Congratulations, you found yourself in the clutches of a narcissist. And... Quite frankly, these are toxic individuals who live for control to ultimately exploit, demean, and hurt their partners, family members, and even friends. They'll do just about anything to fuck you up and bring you down. Then they'll use distractions and arguments to walk away from the blame of turning your life into shit. So... If you didn't know what a narcissist was, now you do. And one of the ways that you can spot a narcissist, especially if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, is gaslighting, which is a manipulative tactic that is one of the most common tactics out there. Because the main goal is to change your perception of reality by making you question your ability to trust in yourself. And consequently, you don't know if you're justified in claiming abuse. Me personally, I dated a narcissist. And I mean a good narcissist. You know, the ones who use their sign as a way to justify their you know, their seniority. Now, don't be mad, guys. Don't be mad. But I'm going to say something according to my only perception, according to my personal experiences. And one thing I could say is, Scorpios are definitely narcissists in a lot of ways. And not all. Just my ex. <laughs> And it's sad because, you know, I really, really loved that person very much. But the things that they did and how they handled certain things, it was to a point where I wasn't loving me enough to walk away to the point where I had to question myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? This is not how I was raised. This is not what I've been surrounded by. This is not my environment. So why am I allowing this type of behavior towards me? Because I love the person? No. Hell no. Because love is not supposed to be handled in that manner. And we know this. But to a narcissist, this is, this is normal. I also hate that they use projection. 
And this is when they're habitually unwilling to see their own shortcomings and avoid being held accountable for them. Instead, they'll blame you for everything. This is projection. It's a defense mechanism that displaces responsibility of one's negative behavior and attributes them to someone else. I know this all too well because projection was used on me plenty of times where I felt guilty about doing certain things that were actually good for me and my safety and my future. They're so good at loving you so bad that you will eventually not realize or forget that there's a huge difference between a person who loves you enough to want the best for you and would never want to hurt you and those who would love you so bad that they can possibly harm you. I've been there. I've done that. And that is why I can say I'm one of those people who survived a narcissist. All right, so we're going to get to it. Um, So it... You know, a person of my past contacted me. And, you know, the type of person I am, I'm open to hearing your side of the story after years. Maybe you changed. I don't know. You know, I'm just going to see by the first couple of days to figure it out. I'll give you a couple of days. And the first day, you know, automatically as, you know, girls do, we be like, ooh, you know, they miss me. (laughs) They want that old time, you know, we start kind of like blowing our heads up, thinking that that could be the truth. But sometimes it's far from it, especially when it comes to a narcissist. And, you know, that first day I was geeked and I was like, mm-hmm. but once I noticed that that inconsistency was there, because I feel like, look. If you're trying to be in my circle, if you're trying to be in, you know, my sphere and you did some fucked up shit to me before, if you don't acknowledge it and you don't apologize for it, to me it's like, okay, narcissistic behavior. You thought that your behaviors were right. They were justified. Okay. And when I don't see no consistency as I didn't see consistency before... That is automatically going to trigger me to be like, you need to stay the fuck away from this situation because all you're going to do is end up in heartache and pain and you are at, you know, the prime of your life where you are getting your shit together and, you know, you're about to graduate and you're, you don't need this negative energy. You don't need this in your life. It's not going to better you. It's not going to make you better. It's not going to be something that's going to be greater because God has already told you within those two fucking days. And, and I think two fucking days is more than enough because some people will sniff that shit out and cut it off 
you know, within that same day. I gave it a second day because I'm like, oh, you know, you know. But when I saw the inconsistency, I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm about to be in that same situation again. I'm about to be as vulnerable, as submissive, you know, as weak. And I was not trying to put myself there ever, ever, ever again. So I started being curious, you know, like, why would this person hit me? Like, you know, when you come back down to earth after getting geeked, you're like, okay, so what's the real reason why this person has contacted me? So then I started looking through articles. You know how I get down. I'll be looking through articles and shit. <laughs> and I came across this article from Dr. Tony Ferretti, who's a narcissism, narcissism expert, that said, narcissists hate to fail or lose. So we'll do what they can to maintain some connection if they didn't make the choice to end it. And then I started thinking in retrospect, like, okay, I did end it because I was just like through with the last straw. I was like through. And I decided to cover the name of the person that was tatted. So... That was, like, for me to go that far to do that, I was just like, you know what? Now I know how it feels to love somebody, but love them enough to let them go. Because you got to love yourself more. And if they are not holding you down in the right manner, like, they're literally holding you down instead of, like, holding you down as of lifting you up, then you don't need it in your life. Because I'm a tough lover. Like, if I love you, I'll be a little tough on you. And maybe that's because, you know, of my dad, that he just shows me tough love. And, you know, like, I kind of get it. But at the same time, you know the difference, you know? And a narcissist will turn it around and make it to be a bad thing than it is a good thing and won't let other people know that it was you who may have sparked something in their life to make them go after what they're currently doing at the moment. Because a narcissist would rather be self-proclaimed than to admit That there were people around them who made an impact on their life. And they didn't expect it. But it happened. So, Dr. Ferretti says that they can experience narcissistic injury when rejected by a partner and have difficulties letting it go or healing from it. And I think that's true because, you know... I think we all have a little narcissism in ourselves, you know, all of us. But I think some more than others and some more extremely than others. And I just feel like this person has it way more than others. Because this person brought up, you know, what I did in response to their behaviors, you know. And that shows that they didn't let it go or... Or healed from it. And healing from it is acknowledging and knowing your wrongs. 
and all, you know, and the goal is, is to make it right. Even though you can't make it right of the past, but you can make it right in your present because you should know better. Therefore, you should do better. And he also uh, started that dark personality types, stating that they are most interested in how relationships can be useful to them and that such people may stay connected to exes in order to have access to valuable resources. They also have inside information about their exes' vulnerabilities and weaknesses that they can exploit and manipulate which gives them a sense of power and control. Man, when I read that part, I was like, ooh, that is so fucking true. Because one of the things brought up in the conversation was if I can assist in helping that person finish something. Or do something that they're supposed to do technically on their own. Which also brought me back to reality. You know, like, this person is not hitting me up because they missed me. Or that they care. It was an opportunity. I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, staying connected to have access to valuable resources. And I have to admit, I'm a valuable resource. I know shit, okay? I always like to learn. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm just saying. I just like to learn. And that person knows that. And they know my abilities. So they use it to put me up, but also to wear me out. And, of course, that person has inside information. And... Possibly knows my vulnerabilities. And you know what? They do. Because, you know, I always try to figure out whether I should have long hair, short hair, you know. And I just feel like when I have short hair, I just feel like I have freedom. I feel like I am more me. I feel confident. And, you know, this person prefers longer hair and would mention it. And I would just be like, wow, like, even today, years from now, you know, like years from before, you will still find ways to make me vulnerable or second, you know, think my choices that I was so confident about. And I had to stop myself like, whoa, bitch. Don't do that there. You need to understand who the fuck you are and don't let anyone toy with your head in 2019. Okay? And, you know, they they use that weakness to exploit and manipulate. And it does give them a sense of power and control. And And I knew that. But I was trying to give, you know, the person the benefit of a doubt. But not everyone changes. And that's something like, you know, we all have wishful thinking. But at the same time, like certain behaviors are just not going to change because that is, you know, 
a different environment. And sometimes the environment affects the person. So, I'm just telling you like I see it. As far as bringing people from the past into your presence, it's, you know, okay to be excited. And it's okay, you know, to think the best. But at the same time, you have to be realistic to know that there may be a motive. There may be a reason of purpose that is more beneficial for them than for you. And I was even bold enough, you know, to ask that. I was like, so what's in it for me if I help you do this? Because at this point in my life, I'm like, look, I ain't here from, you know, this person in a minute. And I feel like if you really cared, a lot of the stuff that was done would have never happened. But it did. But I also know that God is forgiving, so I forgive. But I don't forget. And I feel like when a person tries to cover up that past and kind of turn it on you, like, you're not letting go. No. Is that if a person never acknowledged their mistakes to you, how can you forgive? Because then that means that they never apologized, they feel it's okay, and that they had a right to even do the things that they've done to you, whether it be physically, verbally, or whatever. And I just wasn't having that, all right? I'm just not. I feel like when you're sincere, you'll show it. And when you're not sincere, you'll also show it. You will show it. And at this point, I'm like, "Mm -mm. I ain't kissing nobody's ass. You need to kiss my ass because I'm doing what I need to do. I need to be shown that all that other shit is gone, non-existent. Because I do believe people change. Do I believe everyone changes? No. But I do feel like, you know, certain circumstances in life makes people change. And, you know, think twice. But I just could tell there was that arrogance just peeking through. And it also made me realize they'll claim that, you know, you're too sensitive all the time. And that you're always dissatisfied and that you're sad. And that's their way of ignoring the real issues at hand. And to be able to have a reason to just brush you off. And once that person did that, just brushed me off and wasn't consistent, I was like, oh, hell no. 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 I'm out. I can do bad all by myself. And so far, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's lonely. But my priorities are in order. And I want to be around people who are willing to hold me down as if 
They are uplifting me. They want me to be great. They will help me. They will help me strive. They will do good by me. They're not going to lay hands on me or, you know, be verbally abusive and torture, you know, not going to do that. They're going to be gentle and nice and understanding and helpful and resourceful and knowledgeable and, you know, put me onto some game or really push the agenda of what I'm doing and what I'm about and where I'm trying to go. And if you're not about none of that, I can't fuck with you, whether you are a friend or I'm in a relationship. Because I wouldn't even be in a relationship at this point with someone who is not supportive of what I'm trying to do here. Like, you need to make my life easier, not harder. Because easier for me is like, look, I need somebody who could give me the confidence that I need when I feel like shit, who could push me to be like, yo, you got to do your shit. You got to do this video. You got to do this. I'm going to shoot it for you. We're going to do this. Like, I need somebody that is a pusher because I'm a pusher. But, you know, you need a person that could push you too. And And I feel like I'm so much better pushing myself. Until I find someone who I feel comfortable to push me. And I feel like that should go for anyone. Whether you're a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter. Go for someone who is gentle with you. Who treats you with loyalty, respect, gratitude. Who doesn't want to hurt you but wants to make you happy who wants you, you know, to remain consistent and confident and happy. That's the only way to be. Because if you don't, you're going to be miserable. So this is going to be my last segment. I hope that you guys have a great week. And I hope that you were able to grab a couple of gems out of this commentary. You know, especially about dealing with people who have narcissistic traits or behaviors. And I'm not saying that People don't change, once again. People change. But there has to be an evident change. And when you don't see that, especially, you know, when they've been given time to understand and to change and you see those little traits, you got to... Cut it off before you put yourself in the same situation that you were in before. And you don't need that. Especially if you've accomplished a lot. You know what I mean? This is the thing. I feel like, I think I posted this quote um, a while back. 
and I'm trying to find it because it's so true. It's so freaking true. Um, I'm looking for it, guys. I'm looking for it. I'm just, you know, I'll be having quotes, gotta scroll through it, you know. Uh, let's see here. All right. Exes smell progress, stay focused. And I believe that. I believe that. And and I also believe that sometimes God sends, you know, an ex back into your life to see if you're still stupid. Because I was stupid. You know, a lot of things that we tolerate we tolerate out of love, but we're not really loving ourselves because we know better, you know? And you know what's toxic and what's not toxic. And we all, you know, make our mistakes of staying. We make our mistakes of believing that, you know, certain people will change and, you know, they don't. And it's disappointing, but you have to understand, too, that if you fall into that trap, of, you know, narcissistic psychology, you will end up right back where you were before. And that's something that I've promised myself that I won't do. And that's why I'm single, like a Pringle. I, you know, stay to myself. I mind my business. I just do what I need to do as far as school, as far as my future, as far as high commentary, and just... Hope that God, you know, hope that God blesses me with the people that I need to be around and, you know, the opportunities that are to arrive because that is what was meant for me. And that's where I'm at right now. And I hope you guys, you know, understand that. And if you're going through the same thing or you survived, you know, a narcissistic situation look now you have somebody who understands where you're coming from understands your fear understands why you know you may have love for you know the person whether it be a friend whether it be a person you dated but at the same time you always have to look at things in retrospect but also look at things in the present and where you're at now and Is that person going to be beneficial for you in your life, you know, in the path that you're going? And don't be afraid to cut ties again. Because look, I think a couple of days is enough to figure a person out, to figure out, like, look, this is going to be part two. I don't need to be part of this at all. You know what I'm saying? Give people the benefit of a doubt, but also be realistic that... There could be an opportunity involved that's more so for them. And it's not, you know, beneficial for you as like, oh, this person wants to be in your life, you know, for good reasons. It could be just for opportunistic reasons. If a person hasn't spoken to you in so long and they're quick to ask you to do something for them, that just shows that they know your vulnerability, that you're willing to do something for them, and they just know And they quote unquote got it like that. So they feel like they could just do that. No, you know, and 
it's okay to say no and it's okay to cut ties and it's okay to stand your ground and to know what's right and what's good and what is going to help you be a better person because that type of influence can make you a bitter person can make you a, a person that has trust issues like I have trust issues because of that it could make you a person that you know is weary of people and those you know types of traumas they don't realize a narcissist does not realize that it affects you know the person that they're inflicting this pain on in a in a way where you know where they look at everyone else like oh I need to be weary and that wasn't healthy you know because I wasn't like that before but now I am so because of that and I'm not saying you know blaming you know complete blame of that person but it's a lesson learned where you know you're like I'm not trying to put my hand in the fire again and it's okay to not want to put your fire you know put your hand in that fire again like I get it I'm I'm there with you so if you guys want to talk about this feel free you already know hit me up in the dms at high commentary on instagram or high commentaries at gmail.com feel free to have you know any discussions with me but you guys already know where to hit me i don't even really you know need to tell y'all because y'all contact me through the dms so i already know what's that you know and thank you so much guys for listening and for being so patient with me i truly appreciate it because (laughs) life got twists and turns and ups and downs you know and even with this situation that happened recently like it got me stuck for a little bit I was just like (sighs) like feeling like you know the way I felt at that time years ago and once I had that little taste of that feeling again that bitterness I was just like "Mm -mm." if I gotta you know hit the person up to be like oh so that's what you do you know it's just get information out of me and dip is like that right there I shouldn't even have to have done that you know what I mean and for me to do that made me feel like wow Uh uh-uh vulnerability cut that shit out now you know (laughs) so hopefully you guys learn from my lessons you know and my mistakes and uh stay high stay fly and stay prayed up once again thank you guys so much for listening and rest in peace nipsey and you know if it was nipsey he probably would have been the same thing too he would have been like (laughs) I'm out. Like, I ain't even dealing with this shit at all. We ain't even entertaining this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. Love you guys so much. Okay? And I just finished smoking my joint. I am going to uh, get ready and handle some of my business over here. Hope you guys have a great week. If you ever you know need to hit me up you already know how to hit me up all right guys stay confident stay powerful stay true to yourself don't let anyone manipulate what you've been doing for yourself how you've been doing and yes people may want love i want love yes but we also have to think look we gotta love ourselves first before we could love anyone else 
All right, guys. Love you. Besitos. Bye.